ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Welcome in to the Friday, February 8th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Okay, we got to get into it. This is no dancing around it. Marshall got, got beat. Got his butt kicked. Not as bad as we've seen, but still, Marshall got his butt kicked last night. Marshall lost to North Texas 78-51, so we're already focusing on the next game. Hurd fell to 13-11, 6-5 in Conference USA. North Texas, meanwhile, improved to 20-4, and they're now 8-3 in conference play. Uh, Marshall had a 5-1 uh, record against North Texas. That's now 5-2. So the Herd's got to take on Rice on Saturday. That should be an interesting contest because uh, they gave – well, they gave Western Kentucky everything they wanted, and Western Kentucky gave it right back. We'll talk about that game later. Of course, it just wasn't pretty for the Thundering Herd. You look at the numbers here, and Marshall really didn't get anything from the big two. C.J. Burks had nine points. He was 3 of 15 shooting, 1 of 4 from the three-point line, hit both of his free throws. He was out there 36 minutes. John Elmore, he sat a while. He had four points, 1 of 7 shooting. He missed all three of his three-point attempts. Both his free throws went in, had four rebounds, had an assist, had a turnover as well, had a steal. So he's out there a total of 24 minutes. Rondell Watson, he's out there for 22 minutes. You get 11 points out of him. Tavion Kinsey's out there 37 minutes. You get 18 points from him. Jansen Williams, six points. 22 minutes, six points. Jared West, three points. Jared, of course, again, not your high-octane scorer. He was 0-3 from the field, missed his only three-pointer. Hit all three of his free throws, came up with four rebounds. He had a couple of steals as well. I don't know to tell you. I can tell you this, though. You look at the numbers, Marshall shot 16 of 57. That's the first number you highlight right there because you're not going to win too many games if you're shooting 16 of 57. You were 5 of 24 from the three-point line. For the game, Marshall shot 28.1%. Now, their shooting got a little bit better in the second half. In that first half, they were 8 of 33. That's good enough for 24%. In that second half, 8 of 24, and that's good enough for 33%. So it improved in the second half as far as uh, the production. They got 24 shots, less than what they take, and the same amount of baskets went in. 3 of 8 from the three-point line as compared to 2 of 16 from that first half. 2 of 16, first half, 13%. Second half, they shot 38% from the three-point line. Free throws were really solid, 14 of 16 there, no complaints. North Texas, on the other hand, had four guys in double digits. They shot 15 of 36 in that first half for 42%. Up that a little bit, 16 of 34 in the second half for 47%. So they walk away 31 of 70 shooting 44.3%. Here's the number you circle. Their three-point shooting percentage, 42.9%. 12 of 28, 4 of 11 in that first half for 36%. 8 of 17 in that second half for 47%. Free throws really didn't matter. They were 4 of 10 there. And you look at the hustle points. In the paint, they outscored the Thundering Herd in the paint, 34-16. Points off turnovers, it's about push, but still, you win that battle 13-12 if you're in North Texas. Second chance points, 17-5 in favor of North Texas. Fast break points in favor of North Texas. And then the bench, Marshall brought its bench out a little bit more, 11-0 there. 
So you had a combination, poor shooting, got out-rebounded 55-30. to 30. They had more assists as well. Beach in the turnover battle 13-10. to 10. You did have four blocks. Marshall did have four blocks. I can, I can circle that as a positive. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where you go from here. Can't use the road as an excuse. That's not a viable excuse. You can't use the, the travel. It's not valid. So what does Marshall do now? Well, they rebound. They head to Rice, try to get a win there because we're getting close to the pod locking. And that's what's going to be important. You're going to be either in the first pod or the second pod. If you're in the first pod, you can improve your resume. At this point, though, you're playing to win the conference tournament. That's it. You're playing to win the conference tournament. NIT is probably not happening unless you win the regular season. I don't know how Marshall is going to be able to pull that one off. There might be enough games, but... There's some good teams ahead of them, so I don't know. NCAA tournament still always on the table just because you've got the tournament itself. You win the conference tournament. Everything goes away. All the mistakes, all the problems, everything goes away. You get into the tournament. So that's the goal. I get it. No time to panic just yet, but can't feel really good about this one. I don't have anything positive to say. I'm not going to tear these guys down, but at the same time, I don't have anything other than Tavion Kinsey. I will say that. Good performance from him. Rondell Watson. I love his game. 11 points out of him, 3 of 6, 1 of 2 from the three-point line, 4 of 4 from the free-throw line. He pulled down 4 rebounds. He was playing with 4 fouls. Threw in an assist to his stat line. Got a steal as well. I liked his box score. I liked Kinsey's box score. 18 points. We mentioned 7 of 13. One of four from the three-point line, three of 15. I'm sorry, three of five. Well, it would have been great uh, if he had had 15 opportunities at the free-throw line. Three of five. Also, five rebounds. Not bad. 37 minutes of action, 18 points. I liked his game. I really did. I hate it for John Elmore. He's a much better player than four points. He's more talented than four points. I hate it for C.J. Burke because he's more talented than nine points. But that is what you got out of this performance. Back at it, taking on Rice. We'll have that game on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, also on 93.7 The Dog. So we've got you covered there. I can say this, though. We've got some good news. It wasn't all bad for the Thundering Herd because the Marshall women won. They are now 8-2 and two in Conference USA. They beat North Texas yesterday at the Cam Henderson Center 67-55. to 55. So... They've got a lot going on. They need a big crowd on Saturday. It's a noon contest. They've got Rice coming in. Rice is 19-3, 10-0. Big-time showdown. We'll talk more about that game later on in the program because I've got last night's interview with Tony Kemper we're going to have for you when we come back from break. Tony, of course, has done, I think, a fantastic job. If you don't think so, you just don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to tell you right now, that guy has worked his tail off. Marshall women's basketball is not the bottom feeder of Conference USA basketball. That might have been the perception. He has changed that perception. He has moved this program forward. Even if they don't win the conference tournament, even if they maybe finish middle of the pack, whatever the case may be, he has really put down a solid foundation to take this program and make it move forward. There's actually, I think, forward progress here with the women's basketball team. And Tony's a big part of that. His players, of course, are responding to him. He's got some pretty good talent on that squad. We'll talk to him about that victory when we come back from break later on. Uh, I will tell you this. Later on, I'm looking forward to this interview because I've got Teddy Klumper joining me on the program, Assistant Athletic Director, Director of Athletic Development. Big Green needs your help. And honestly, if you're not supporting the Big Green and you're a Big Herd fan, you're a Big Herd supporter, and you're not supporting the Big Green, I think uh, you're missing out on some great opportunities because – 
one, you're really helping the university, you're helping the athletic department by supporting the Big Green, and two, they actually do a lot of fun things and a lot of great things as well for the community, and they do get involved a lot with the student-athletes. So Teddy's going to join us on um, on this hour. We'll talk to him. So Teddy Klumper is going to join me, but we'll hear from the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, when we continue with this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper in just a moment. Marshall's women get the victory over North Texas last night, 67-55, and improving to 8-2 in conference play. We've got a big one on Saturday, taking on Rice at noon. Rice comes into Huntington 10-0 in league play. They're 19-3 overall. This will be a big test for the Thundering Herd. And last night after the Marshall game, I had a chance to catch up with the head coach of the Thundering Herd, Tony Kemper. Here's his thoughts on the ladies' victory. We're, we're certainly uh, off to a really good start, and tonight was another good win. And, um, you know, very proud of our group, I think. You know, it's, I guess it's no secret where we, where people thought we were going to finish, and um, that's certainly not where we're going to end up. Who knows? We, we've got a whole bunch of really good teams left on our schedule, and um, you know, but I know we're not gonna, we're not going to finish 13th, and um, you know that's credit to our players, and um, we've got tremendous senior leadership um, out of Shana Gore and Taylor Porter, and um, you know their energy level is really driving this team, and everybody around them is picked right up and, and gotten after it as well. So um, another good win tonight. Um, looking forward to another challenge on Saturday. If I've done my math right, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're tied for third right now in the league with uh, your 8-2 and two mark. That's great. That's just fantastic. That, that's correct. Yeah, I think uh, Western Kentucky got beat tonight, so we're, uh, we're tied with them for, for uh, you know, third and fourth, I guess. We're, um, you know, which, you, you know, you guys, everybody knows the tournament because men's success last year, top four get a bye. So, um, you know, we're, we're fighting for, um, you know, certainly something that um, no one thought that we'd be anywhere near this conversation and no one thought that this would be a huge game for Rice and for Marshall. Uh, this late in the year, and um, we are fighting for things that that have not been um, fought for at Marshall in Conference USA ever. You know, which is, um, you know, we're playing near the top of the standings this late in the year. Um, that that that's fun. It's it's really fun for our our girls, and I think you know generally we're kind of a kind of a small snowball that started rolling down a hill, and now things are pretty big, and it's got quite a bit of momentum. So. Um, looking forward to watching them compete again on Saturday. You're pretty efficient tonight. Your squad shot 29 of 49. That's uh, 49%, so we're almost right at 50%. Same thing for the three-point line, 9 to 19. That's uh, good enough for over 47%. So you really were efficient tonight with the ball compared to North Texas. They were 20 of 61. So not only did they take more, they missed um, They missed more. And um, yep. you guys really clamped down on them. Yeah, I think you know it, it does start with defense. Our, our uh, we set the tone in the first quarter that that uh, you know it wasn't going to be an easy night for them on on their offensive end, and I think you know that's a that, that, that's how we've won games this year. Our, our defense is is pretty good. Number one, it's much improved over you know what we were a year ago, and that you know I think it's so important. And what, one of the things that I want to establish in our women's basketball program is. Um, that when you come to Huntington, it's a really, really tough place to win. And 
that starts on the defensive end. And, you know, if you if you make it tough on them when they first get off the bus and, um, you know, they think it's going to be hard around the basket and, um, you know, you're challenging them for rebounds and every shot and stuff like that, then, you know, it's hard for people to get in the rhythm. It's hard for people to feel good. And, uh, you know, I think that's been a formula that, um, you know, especially at, at times when we played our better games, you know, Old Dominion, that was the same thing. We really hit them early. Um, tonight, our first quarter was very, very good. Now, that's a good basketball team with really good players, and they kind of counterpunched and stuff. But, they, you know, then down the stretch, they didn't score a field goal for the last 825 of the game. They got a couple free throws. But, you know, down the stretch, you know, I think some of that's our credit to our defense. We were frust- we had frustrated them around the rim, and they couldn't get anything easy. And, um, you know, then you put together a stretch that ultimately wins the game like we did at the end. Um, so I think it starts with defense. And then, um, you know, if you look at Shana Gore's line, and, um, you know, it's, it's tremendous. She had 25 points and nine assists. So um, she was responsible for at least 47 points tonight. And when she plays like that, um, our team is very, very good on offense, meaning when, you know she's very capable of getting other people's shots that they can be highly successful at, and that's what she was doing tonight, and she also had her stroke going. So, um, you know, when we move the ball, we're a pretty good offensive group, and I think you look at the numbers tonight, they say we, you know, controlled the game pretty well on both ends. Paul Swan, your host, joined by Marshall University women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. The Thundering Herd victorious tonight over North Texas, 67-55. And you mentioned Shana Gore's line, 25 points, 9 of 17, 4 of 9 from the three-point line, 3 of 4 from the free-throw line. She had five rebounds, nine assists, as you mentioned. Also had a block and four steals. So, yeah, she had a great line tonight. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was really good. And she's... You know, she's cementing herself as one of the best ever play here. And um, the the numbers have always been there for her. She's helping helping this team win a lot of games. And that, you know, I think that that is a separator for her. Um, you know, that's what she needed to do was, okay, now how do I take what I'm capable of and help turn it into wins for Marshall? And, um, you know, she's in a very good stretch of doing that for us. So very, very proud of her. She's special. Um you know, and if, if you haven't been out to see her, um, you've got a great opportunity. On, I mean, I don't know what people are doing on Saturday at noon, but um, get to the Henderson Center. This this team deserves um, to have you in there, and we are playing the best team in our league. It's a fantastic women's basketball team. Uh, they've got very, very good talent. They're very well coached. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have to be very, very good to have a shot at the end, and I know that our team is very excited to, to take the floor on Saturday. Yeah, that's a that's a moment where you get to make a statement. They're undefeated in league play. They come in here. You've got them all to yourself on Saturday. How how do you keep your team focused and excited at the same time? You know, they'll be ready. I mean, this group will be ready. They're they're uh, they know they understand that they've got a lot to prove. They're they're excited about doing that every time. Um, you know, I think that uh, <clears throat> when when the ball's tipped up, it really hasn't mattered. Um, our group has been ready for the challenge. They've been ready for the fight, and uh, you know, Saturday's not going to be any different. Um, they will be. They'll be level-headed, and they'll be ready to play. And um, you know, it's going to start on the defensive end, and we'll uh, we'll see where it goes. This team, you know, rise defensively. Basically, nobody's been out of the 40s on them in conference play. So um, you, you have really got to guard them in order to have a chance, and then. Um, you know, we're going to have to find some ways to get creative on the offensive end to try to get some shots we can make. Um, 
you know, I know schematically as a coach, I'm really looking forward to the challenge of trying to figure it out. Um, they, they certainly are. They're very well put together, and they do a great job. So it's a, it's a huge challenge for us all, and I know one we're really looking forward to. Okay, so what's going to probably happen Saturday is Shane is going to have five, Pearson's going to have 20, Khadija Brooks is probably going to have 15. Is that what you're talking about as far as just surprise them completely? Well, I think that, um, you know, we're going to have to move the ball, and I think that's, um, you know, when you look at what Shane had got done tonight, I mean, it's going to get increasingly difficult for for her to, you know, run around free and easy. And um, that's not to say North Texas didn't try to take her out of her game, but, um, you know, I think you look at her line and you look at everybody else, and I think we had, like, you know, six players between six and ten. You know, so there is there's plenty of capable people on this basketball team, and we've got to we've got to help them put them in the right spots, and then um, you know to win a game of this caliber, um, you have to step up and you got to stick some shots, and um, that, that's that's no secret. That's uh, you know that's basketball, and I, I know we're fully capable. We just gotta you know gotta work on the scheme a little bit, and we gotta be ready when an opportunity comes. Need a big crowd on Saturday. Uh, you had a good crowd tonight. Need a big crowd on Saturday for Rice. I would love it. I mean, I, I would love it. And this this group, um, you know, I don't I don't talk a big game. I don't tell you things that aren't true. This this group deserves to have you there Saturday. If not, uh, if you're free, we we start at noon. So you'll be you'll have most of your day back when you're done. But you know, get in here, wear your green, and be loud. Um, support them. Oh, my wife just told me it's white out. Paul, so we need to be in white on Saturday. Okay, so no green, white. Wear complete white outfits for the game. Okay, I'm glad she's on the white ball out. tonight. She is. She she yells at me often, and she just did. You know, I thought she was asleep, but she's not. She she knows what color to wear. So um, that's a that's a team team organization, even at home. You know, we're we're all pulled in the same direction. Congratulations. Uh, it's been a fun ride so far. Can't wait to uh, see what happens the rest of the way. But a uh, big one coming up on Saturday. Let's hope we get you a big crowd to support the herd and get you a victory on Saturday. Thanks, Paul. Really appreciate you having me on. Once again, that's my interview last night of Tony Kemper after the victory. Marshall getting the win over North Texas 67-55. The women back in action on Saturday, taking on Rice Noon at the Cam Henderson Center. Teddy Klumper is going to join us from the Big Green when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So we've got a pretty busy Saturday to talk about, and we've also got several things that are coming up. And since there's so much to talk about, I figured it's time to bring an expert onto the program on all things Big Green. That's why we welcome to the program now. Uh, not only is he my sports arch enemy when it comes to most of our our professional sports, and I'll just leave it at that, only because the Browns beat the Bengals this year. That's not going to happen again. He's also, uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. I was going to tell you that right now. It's not going to happen. Teddy Klumper joins us on the program, Director of Athletic Development. Of course, the Big Green does a lot of great things for the Thundering Herd and uh, a vital mission for Marshall Athletics. He joins us on the program now. and uh, I'm, I'm glad you and I can come together for something important like the Big Green because uh, pro football, we can't get along. We cannot, but you're, you're right, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be on your show, and I appreciate you having me. 
So um, first of all, let's um, let's talk about tomorrow. We've got a big game for the Thundering Herd. The ladies are taking on Rice, and that's really a, a statement game. If Marshall can win that to take out the top team in Conference USA, and and that's long time coming for Coach Kemper. His squad is battled hard, and uh, you're right there with them. Uh, the Big Green, you're just not there at to certain events. You are there in support of all herd athletics, no matter what the sport is, what day it is. There's always somebody from the Big Green there. Well, we we get, um, as working for the Big Green, we have the opportunity to get around these coaches probably a little bit more than, than others do. And I can't tell you, that they, they do not come any better than Tony Kemper. And to see the way they started and where they are now uh, is kind of a testament to how he is as a coach and how he runs his program. But you know they're eight and two in the conference, um, and right in line for uh, a buy in the conference tournament in Frisco, which I think is fantastic. How they've got it laid out there at the Star, and uh, you know I'm sure he's excited to get uh, get going tomorrow uh, as we all are. Games at noon. Uh, I I know that a lot of the games on Saturdays, the women that they've had have been at one o'clock. The games at noon, and it's a whiteout. I want to make sure that everyone knows that. Um, and I'm pretty sure that if you wear white, uh, discounted tickets two dollars. So if it's not $2, then you can blame me. But I'm pretty sure white out, uh, discounted ticket smart for $2 and get out and support the kids because they're, they're playing awesome. I think I'm going to have to uh, check in with uh, Coach Kemper's wife because if you didn't hear her, well, not her interview, but her yelling at uh, Tony last night, and we played it back a few minutes ago, uh, he said, we said, wear green, and then she yelled, no, it's a white out. So um, <laughs> the word is getting out, wear your white for Saturday. And that should be fun just uh, to see uh, that atmosphere for uh, two of the top teams in Conference USA. The, the women really are what the big green's all about. I mean, sure, football and men's basketball, those are important, vital parts of the athletic department. But you're there battling to make sure that Marshall has a women's basketball team, has a softball team, has a tennis team, and everything else that goes along with it. Well, we, you know, we, our mission, and we're charged with raising the money to defray the cost of athletic scholarships for all of our 380 student athletes, regardless of what sport they play. And um, it's a tall task. And, you know, the more the big green raises, which is, you know, on all of us, you know, the, the more that frees up the athletic department to do facilities and uh, upgrades and things like that. So we've uh, we're excited to get 2019 going. And I know that when we talk, you know, that we've this kind of easily transitions into our our drive for 35 that we you know we're kicking off. But 3,500 members is where we need to be uh, to to really support our student athletes and provide you know our administrators the funds that they need to do what they need to do. Uh, we've had over 3,000 members for four of the last five years, once of those exceeding 3,300. So it's well in range to get 35. We just need to get over the hump and, uh, you know, many folks as they can to support. You know, we hear all the time that people love supporting Marshall Athletics. You know, buy tickets, join the Big Green, $60 a month, or excuse me, $60 a year, $5 a month. That's all it takes to be a member of the Big Green. So, and, and what you get in Herd Perks, which is our, you know, the, our membership card that folks get when they join the Big Green, discounts is high, 70 retailers throughout the tri-state region with discounts up to 15%. I'm terrible at math, but if you, you did that at all those retailers, that far exceeds the $60 annually. I always tell people that if you complain about things that Marshall doesn't have, there's a real easy solution. You know, I, I don't tell people what to do with their money, but if there's something you're not happy about, you want uh, you want to see Marshall grow in some avenues, uh, it's going to cost you, and you've made it affordable, and You've got so many th- reasons why that people can get their membership as low as $60 and be a part of the herd, support the program, get lots of benefits. But 
how important, I don't know if people really realize that this is the lifeblood of the athletic department. Without the big green, I mean, you might not have what we have today for Marshall Athletics, indoor facility, a new scoreboard, all the perks that come with that. The big green's hand is in everything, making really athletics feasible at Marshall University. Well, we, we're privileged to touch, you know, all fundraising dollars that come to the athletic department, you know, but, you know, with Mr. Hamrick's leadership at the top and all the way down, you know, we've got great people that work here, not just in Big Green, because we have great people in Big Green. John Sutherland, you know, who leads this department, um, who is in Frisco with the with, with the uh, men's team, but, you know, he he sets a tone for us, but like, you know, like I said, the, the leadership throughout the athletic department is great, and, and, you know, we do, we touch every fundraising dollar that comes in, you know, regardless if it's a booster club, capital fund, or the annual fund, but you know, we we've we've we have made it affordable, Paul. And I, I think for so many years it was deemed well, you had to give big money to to get seats. But be, becoming a big green member allows you to do so many things. And I and and I and I challenge everyone to hop on, you know, the Herd Zone website and just and simply check out the levels of benefits. Don't take what I say; just see what we put in writing of, of all the things that, that people can can receive and be privy to, you know, for being an annual member. Of the big green. What do you think the biggest challenge is for you on a yearly basis? Because I know it's tough financially for a lot of people, and you try to make it as affordable as possible for everyone to get involved. But in growing membership, this drive for 35, what are your biggest challenges, and uh, what can we do to maybe help you overcome some of those? Well, you know, naturally, I think, and I think athletic departments throughout the country will say that retention is the biggest issue. And what's odd is, and it's a testament to the community that we have here, and it's a testament to those that are so immersed and involved and support this program, retention's really not an issue. It's it's reaching out and finding, you know, the, the folks on the peripheral that, you know, maybe have wanted to support or just simply didn't know how or, or, or simply, you know, have attended games but not supported, taking that next step challenging people to to get involved and you know you know just with anything you know big green, big green has changed throughout the years uh, and we've gotten better and we've we've tried many things but just adding new folks so you know like i said our retention our base our donor database is, is our donor base excuse me is so strong and we there are so many people who support us at a really high level as it is just imagine what we could do if we added to that you know so that's our biggest challenge You've got several events, of course, not just in the area, but you're going all across the tri-state, across West Virginia. I know you've got something coming up in Gallipolis that's uh, taking place, and uh, as well as the uh, Valentine's Day dance that's coming up as well. So uh, what are some of the events maybe that the Herd fans uh, need to know about or don't know about? A- absolutely. Uh, you know, we're, we have we have 14 chapters throughout the United States, really, uh, you know, as far south as Atlanta and as far north as you know Columbus and everywhere in between and and uh, the folks in Meigs, Gallia and Mason County would we call them the MGM chapter they host an annual uh, football dinner and signing day party and I know that obviously signing day was you know has, is is in the rear view but it gives those folks in those areas opportunities to hear from the coach Holiday and his staff which is a, it's a really cool event to hear again not only from coach Holiday but from all of the the new additions and you know all the coaches that are there. You know they're the ones that went out and recruited these these kids. They're the ones that sat in homes and talked to families and got these kids to come to school and, and to hear them share these stories and you know to hear them say why they loved you know 
Paul Swan and you know what made Paul Swan you know graded his position. It's it's really cool to hear. And that's at Courtside Bar and Grill, uh, 6 p.m. on Monday, uh, which is in Gallupless. I'm not sure if I said that. And then next Saturday, uh, the Charleston Quarterback Club puts on an annual Valentine's Day dance, uh, and it's at the brand new Charleston. I like guess not brand new, re- brand or newly renovated uh, Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Um, 6:30. I know tickets are still available for that as well. But again. Gives folks in the Charleston area, uh, Taze Valley, Herc, and everywhere in between past Charleston to come and uh, mingle with Doc and his staff. Um, and it's kind of the last, you know, get together for those guys before they start, you know, spring ball, not before too long. So, besides that, that, then we go right into conference tournament and baseball plays against Virginia Tech in Charleston and and, and uh, WVU in Charleston. And I think that's late March, the 20th and 27th, respectively. How big are these outside events? Uh, I, I know going to Charleston is key because there are a lot of fans and a lot of alumni. How much growth have you seen, not just uh, in Huntington, but outside the area? Because maybe that's always been the challenge is you've got great herd fans, but you don't have enough of them. It's probably just going out and finding them. That's probably the challenge. I mean, yeah, great. I mean, it just speaks to what you asked me a minute ago, what the biggest challenge of Big Green is. Uh, and 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 that's how we, we attempt to, you know, really solve it by, again, being prominent in areas. You know, we, we, we know, you know, we that we can't grow unless we continue to, you know, go out and, you know, see folks and, and talk to folks. And so to your point, or to your question, rather, these these events help inoculate people that may not otherwise know about Big Green to the Big Green and what we do. Do you find that still uh, is uh, something that maybe a lot of herd fans don't know about? That the I know with students, uh, first-time uh, attendees at Marshall games, uh, for the most part, they don't know. But are you still finding that that's something that's uh, prevalent that maybe fans just don't know you're there, what you do, and that you're available to them? Um, s- somewhat. You know, I, I every every year, you know, we'll have an event. You know that someone comes up to me and or or any of of our staff or to John or the rest of us will say, you know, I didn't realize that Big Green did that. I think they're all. Everyone knows that you know the money goes somewhere, but I think when you put faces, it, if people ask me all the time what what the most you know important part of development is or why development's hard or what development is, it's relationships. So putting a face with a name and seeing that you know, hey, these these folks that work here, you know, we're out and we're, we're it's it's not about us. It's not about it's raising the money for the 380 student athletes that attend Marshall that everyone loves, you know, that everyone's proud of. We've seen what happens when our teams have success. We've seen. We have, you know, we, we, we see the support. We see how people, you know, come out in droves. So it's just identifying that, yes, it's the greens behind the, you know, behind the machine that's raising the money for these for these kids. Joining us on the program, he's Assistant Athletic Director, Director of Athletic Development, part of the Big Green, Teddy Klumper, with us. Also notorious uh, Cleveland Browns fan, but uh, uh, we do like the Cavaliers, so we do share that. Um, I can't vouch for the Indians, though. I can't go that far. But uh, you know, the Cavaliers, that's our common ground. And Marshall, of course. I'll give you that. Uh, the, the Indians are hurting because if I saw, if I read correctly, Lindor's out till the start of or to the start of the season. So that's going to hurt. They weren't very deep anyway. And then I know that Bing, you, being a Bengals fan, and all the Bengals fans out there are going to be real familiar with number six that plays for the Browns. So. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be am. fun. It's going to be fun this season, you know. Uh, I didn't think that the um, the Browns could make such a turnaround after getting rid of Hugh Jackson, but it happened. You should have done that it sooner. It did. It did. And I think that Freddie Kitchens is exactly what the Browns needed. I think that he. I, I think he's exceptional. Um, and uh, you know, we've been not very good <laughs> for for a very long time. So we've acquired 
some young talent, and I I think that the Browns are right there, ready to uh, ready to go. And we should have had the Rookie of the Year behind center, but I won't talk about that because I think he got hosed. Of course, one awards benefit uh, that I know people don't get hosed at is the Big Green Dinner. The awards, everything there, nobody gets hosed, right? Everybody goes home winning. No, absolutely, and we. You know, model that off of you know, um, you know the 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 SBs, but the Hertzbees. We for many years, people the the big green dinner was synonymous with big name speakers. You know, we've we've had everyone from Steve Spurrier to Lee Corso to Dennis Green to as you know recent as Herm Edwards, and those are great, and and they absolutely bring people that to you know you know, to the venue that we have the dinner at, and it, and it absolutely raises, you know, critical funds for us. But the well, the one thing that it lacks when we have a big speaker like that is, is it takes the emphasis off of what we've done the last couple of years and, again, showcasing our student-athletes. You know, last year it was, you know, our featured speaker was, you know, the 2017 Conference USA champions and the the, the unreal ride, really, that Coach D'Antoni and that crew went on and it was and 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 not just that but the accolades that swimming it had and you know all of again all of the 380 student athletes that's a night that we get to have to showcase all of them all their accomplishments we we have you know the play of the year the moment of the year the student the, the male athlete of the year the female athlete of the year we actually put those videos out you know you can stay tuned and i'm i'm sure that you and i will talk between then and now and you know, make sure folks know that those are out. Get out, vote, and then you know, come to the dinner. It's 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 a it's a casual event, um, business casual event where where people can you know really it's it's one night that we get to showcase our kids. So if only, if if anyone's listening right now, anyone's listening right now, where do you want them to go to start? They've listened to you, they've heard your plea. They're like, you know what, I need to be a part of the Big Green. Where you want me to send them? Well, the easiest place is herdzone.com, and then off of herdzone.com, there's right there on, on the site it says giving, and you know, once you click it and go to the giving page, go to the big green page. It says join the big green now, and click and walk through it. And then we also have um, a uh, app, uh, another campaign online giving vehicle called Give Campus. You know, givecampus.com. Search Big Green Marsh University. It takes you right there. You can give online. You know, just as you would a, a GoFundMe a drive or. Uh, just as you'd make a PayPal transaction. So we've done everything we can to make it uh, super simple. Okay, um, we're going to go at it here in a few months. So we got the combine coming up. You know, our our rivalry will continue on the pro side. But uh, let's hope uh, we can get you some members here and uh, get you up to uh, 3,500. That would be huge, I think, for the Big Green. Yes, and another event that I'd be um, – I would be – Oh, completely forgot my train of thought there. Uh, I would be forgetful in mentioning is April 13th, Master Saturday. So after uh, a tiger and everyone else is in the barn for the evening, uh, 7 o'clock, St. Mary's Convention Center will be the Men's Basketball Senior Awards Banquet. Uh, and I think it's pretty safe to say that we have not seen the likes of John Elmore, Rondell Watson, C.J. Burks, and Christian Tenneman uh, in a long time. And, you know, it might be a while before we see, you know, three or four of those kids come through here again. And it'd be a great, it's going to be a great night to celebrate them and to send them off and on their way. And, you know, those those four individuals specifically have, you know, really represented this program well. And I know that Coach D'Antoni effuses uh, over them every time, excuse me, that he talks. So, Big night for us at the men's basketball banquet. Um, they can call our office, 696-4661, 1-800-THE-HERD, uh, uh, MUBigGreen.com. All of our, comp- our information is on there and purchase tickets. 
All right. I think you got everything. Uh, let's hope that uh, Elmore drops uh, 35 tomorrow, CJ 35. I just let's hope that the you know, we get four or five uh, double-digit scores and um, win against Rice. That's, uh, that's my hope for you Absolutely. and me. Absolutely. They'll get out of it and get home here. And um, I'm interested to see how the pod scheduling works out and where, where it all stands when the, when the smoke clears. I, I think it's exciting. Teddy Klumper, our guest, Assistant Athletic Director, Director of Athletic Development. Marshall needs your help, and he's the guy at the Big Green who can help you help the herd. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Paul. Teddy Klumper, our guest. We're going to take our final break, come back, and wrap it up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the program tonight, you can go back and catch it. All you have to do is subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn, Spotify, all great platforms. Wherever you get your podcast is where we're at. And, of course, if you subscribe, sometimes, I'm just telling you, sometimes there's a special gift just for you. If you're not paying attention, all of a sudden you get a notification. There's a, we'll say, an interview that you didn't hear on the program live or during the regular podcast. Well, All you have to do is subscribe to the podcast, and sometimes, and I mean sometimes, you'll get something special and extra just for you. All right, coming up tomorrow, we're going to be back here for our pregame coverage of Marshall taking on Rice. We'll go on the air. 6.30 is going to be our airtime. That's coming up tomorrow. You can, of course, catch the game right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also on 93.7 The Dog, and then we will tip things off 8 o'clock. Steve Cotton will have the call right after the game, right back here for our pregame and postgame coverage. Right here, pregame, postgame, right here. And that's going to do it for this edition. I want to thank uh, my guest, Teddy Clumper. Appreciate him coming in from the Big Green to tell us a little bit more about what's going on with them. I'm looking forward to having those guys back on soon. Also, uh, Tony Kemper, appreciate him for joining us on the program. He was on my post game yesterday, actually, so uh, glad that we could bring that to you. He usually joins us on the program, especially when there's a herd victory, so looking forward to that. That's going to do it for this edition. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again during our pregame. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This has been The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone. station.